conventions, trade shows, and other off-site events. Getting down to business. It goes without saying that the meetings are the real business of an event, which means you should practice more than your golf swing in advance. In a word, go prepared. Review the agenda beforehand. You might discover that a subject you feel passionate about is the focus of one of the seminars and decide to get involved. List the points you want to make and arm yourself with any facts and figures needed to buck up the contentions you plan to put forward. If you have questions you want answered or issues you think worth bringing up, write them down. Then rehearse asking them until each is the very model of conciseness. Rumbling on at the mic won't win you points with anyone present and may garble your questions to boot. Learn as much as you can about the principal speakers, not just by reading their biographies in the program but also by asking workmates if they can flesh out the speakers' backgrounds in any way. Doing this will allow for a more meaningful conversation if you happen to be introduced to one of them. Once the event is in progress, observe two important rules. The first and most obvious is to show up for the meetings, sessions, or classes you're scheduled to attend, even if the topic isn't at all that pertinent to your daily work back home. You have the obligation to participate after money has been spent to get you there. The second rule is to be punctual. Coming in late is disruptive and casts a poor light on you and your company, the name of which, remember, is emblazoned across your name tag. Make a point of taking your own notes, since relying on the minutes to be distributed later can be a big mistake. Also, Many of the points and insights you find important may be overlooked by the minute taker. Making a presentation. You may be asked to make a presentation at an event. As a presenter, not only are you giving information on which you are an expert, but you are also representing your company. Therefore, the quality of your presentation will reflect directly on you and your firm. As you approach your task, consider the following tips. Practice. Have your presentation ready with enough time to spare that you can fit in several dress rehearsals. If you're using a computer-generated presentation, practice with all the equipment and become familiar with the talking points at which you will click to the next image. Proofread. Review all your handouts and presentation images for accuracy. If you make a typo, someone is bound to point it out to you. Remember, you're the expert now, so let your material reflect this. Arrive early. If you have to travel, especially by airplane, plan on arriving the night before. Not only will you be fresh and ready to make your presentation, but you won't have to worry about getting to the venue on time. Set up early. Go to your presentation space at least a half hour early. 
and plug everything in to make sure it is working properly. You can choose to distribute handouts ahead of time or have them on a table ready for distribution at the end of the presentation. Also, check the functionality of your microphone and test the volume levels. Take 5. Five minutes before your presentation, head to the restroom for one final pit stop. Do a quick check in the mirror. Take several deep breaths. Give yourself a big smile and head back to the presentation room. Thank the host. At the start of the presentation, thank the host or sponsor for inviting you. Remember to give credit to any other people who help you prepare it, stating their names in full. Speed kills, so does monotone. Public speakers tend to accelerate their speech. So consciously work to slow down your pace of delivery. Speak clearly and engage the participants by looking them in the eye. Use your voice, volume, and inflection to drive home your points and to make your presentation lively. Step away from the podium from time to time and use your hands to make your points. And don't forget to smile. Listen. When someone asks, a question or makes a point, really listen to what they are saying, then respond directly to their question or point. If you don't know the answer or need to get additional information to respond, say so, and then be sure to follow up. Thank the audience. At the end of the session, be sure to thank the audience for attending. Provide contact information and then be prepared to meet and greet participants afterward. Networking Offsite events, especially conventions and trade shows, offer the perfect opportunity to network. During breaks, make it a point to meet people from other companies or from out of town branches of your own firm. It may be tempting to spend all your time with your chums from the home office, but if you do, you're missing a key opportunity. Remember, the very fact that you and the strangers around you work for the same company or in the same field means that you have something in common. You never know when a perfunctory first meeting might one day blossom into a valuable business relationship. Name tag etiquette. Your name tag will contribute to the overall impression you make. These unassuming little plastic badges are subject to certain rules. Wear a pin-on name tag on the right side of your chest, about 4 inches below the shoulder. This positioning will ensure that it is in clear view when you are shaking hands during introductions. Don't wear your name tag outside the convention hall. Ideally, the tags should be small enough to be easily slipped into a packet or handbag while you go to and from meetings. Don't write Mr., Mrs., or Miss in front of your name on the card. Technically, a professional title such as doctor may be added, but this is determined by how much the wearer wants to advertise his or her credentials. At business events, it's appropriate to add your title under your name. For example, 
Bryce Walker, Production Manager. Unless the convention is confined to fellow employees, add your company name as well. Trade shows. Crowds, banners, color, music, noise. An atmosphere this overwhelming can grow worrying after a while, making it all the more important for exhibitors who tend booths to keep their cool and treat even casual browsers as their best customers. As an exhibitor, remember that you are seen not as an individual but as the embodiment of your company. With prospective customers, at a trade show, it's the nature of the beast for people to make snob judgments when they pause at a booth. This means that it's doubly important for you to use good business etiquette as you demonstrate your product. When meeting potential buyers, dress as if you were meeting an important client back at the office. Always stand when talking. Shake hands. Express interest in the person. Give him or her undivided attention. The trickiest part of your job is when you're faced with the task of balancing several customers at once without offending any one of them. Have business cards at the ready and use them to momentarily placate any visitors awaiting their turn. Much in the manner of putting someone on hold on the telephone, utter a quick, please excuse me to the person you're talking with. Turn to the bystander and hand him or her a card and say, would you mind waiting a bit? I'll be right with you. If you see that a booth mate is free, direct the prospect to him or her. Or if possible, quickly set up an appointment to meet later in the day. Even if you're making small talk with a potential customer, It's not a good idea to invite another prospect to join in unless your intuition tells you otherwise. The best tack is always to give undivided attention to one person at a time. The same rule applies to product demonstrations. If someone is standing by observing, that's fine. But you should direct your demonstration to the person you're dealing with at the moment. At the same time, Make it clear to the other person that you'll attend to him or her as soon as you have finished. With other exhibitors, if you attend trade shows regularly, more than likely you'll be acquainted with many of the booth tenders from other companies. While you'll no doubt want to catch up with them and perhaps make plans for the evening, remember that you're not at a high school reunion. The less time you spend smooching with old friends, the more time you'll have to meet with potential customers. For the sake of your fellow boothmates, be punctual when it is your turn to take over the post. Getting sidetracked at a huge show is easy and keeping people waiting can cause a ripple effect for some time afterward. Following up A handwritten note to each prospective customer you talked with will have more impact than a typewritten one, which could look suspiciously like a form letter. Tell the recipient how nice it was to meet him and that you hope the interest he expressed in your product will someday result in an order. A reference to a non-business topic you discussed, 
a new grandchild, for example, personalizes the letter further and lets it stand out from the norm. Which way to the snack bar? Considering the number of people streaming by your booth, it is inevitable that you'll be asked for directions to restrooms, snack bars, the lost and found, and yes, the often elusive information booth. The very fact that you'll stake out a space in a gargantuan hall marks you as a fixture of sorts, if only temporary. As a consequence, in the mind of the ibling and flowing army of booth browsers, you know the lay of the land. The wise booth tender will make sure he or she can politely provide the needed answer, even if the directions are to a competitor's booth. On the first day, make yourself familiar with the layout of the floor by taking a walking tour with the show directory as your guide. Then, keep the directory close at hand for the rest of the show. When people who find themselves without a directory ask the way to a specific company's booth, look up its number and respond cheerfully. Your kindness to a stranger might open up a conversation that could lead to an interest in your product.